It's a 24-7 business until we just faint or fall asleep, I don't know. We are stronger now than we were four weeks ago. We will see media outlets leaving the business because of the lack of, of money. We will make some changes that will be really good for the, for the longer term. If you bring people together with different background and different experience and they meet by the coffee machine, they will always come out of that with a good idea. Hi and welcome to Austral Media House podcast. My name is Chaitra. I'm a multimedia journalist from India living in Oslo. I have been part of Austral Media House since last summer and will be hosting this podcast every week. The guest for today's episode is Gair Tharie, the Chief Development Officer at NTB, the Norwegian news agency in Oslo. He has hands-on experience as a journalist to editor-in-chief and after several years of consulting mainly for Norwegian and Danish media companies, he published two books called Entrepreneurial Thinking in the Media Industry in 2014 and co-authored Automated Journalism in 2017. Let us welcome the co-founder and the chairman of Oslo Media House. Hello, Tarje. Hello, Chaitra. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Could you tell our listeners about your role as a co-founder and the chairman in Oslo Media House? Yeah, I, at least I can tell you a little bit on where everything has started. We, we, uh, Magna and I were trying to find a place where we could share office for like six or seven years ago. And uh, we were looking for maybe 30 or 40 square meters. And we ended up with something like 700 square meters in the central part of Oslo. So we built, instead of a small office for two people, we built a large co-working space for, uh, for a lot of people. Uh, today, my role as the chairman, uh, I would say I'm not that active, but I try to, to pop in by the office now and then and to have a little bit, uh, to have a chat with Magna and to the other people there. So, it's, uh, so the active role I had the first maybe four years of the, uh, of the media house uh, was extremely fun uh, and challenging. And now it's uh, only fun to, to pop by now and then. All right. Thank you. And uh, could you tell us where are you now and what do you do these days of self-isolation? Well, I'm actually in the office of my company, of uh, the, the National Norwegian News Agency, NTB, uh, which is at the harbour front, just a couple of hundred meters away from Oslo Media House. So in my role as the uh, chief development officer here, I, I, I actually have to be in the office on a daily basis. Lucky me. Uh, to take care of some things that needs to be done from here and also to support all my colleagues working from their home offices so they can get equipment so they can work uh, easily from home. So the, um, so I'm maybe it's like five or six people in the office on a daily basis here and uh, I'm the only one that has been here, I guess every single day since uh, we started this, uh, since we left the office, the, when was it? March 12th, I think. Yes, so you have been uh, self-isolating in office since March 12th. I've been self-isolating in the office, yes. (laughs) (laughs) 
have a lot of space. I can have all the meeting rooms I want and I can sit at every desk if I like. That's great. Lucky you. I just have to use the anti-back. <laughs> yes, that's correct. And also uh, dis- maintain uh, three meters of distance from your colleagues if they are around. Yeah, well, so it's the what I've been doing is like sending uh, larger uh, screens, so computers, uh, keyboards, phones, stuff home to people. I think it's like we have more than a hundred people working from home, and it's they are doing extremely well. Uh, so just so I've been uh, I've been a good customer for the companies selling equipment and for the taxi companies for these weeks because I've been sending a lot of equipment around Oslo. And what problems you are facing from the corona pandemic? Well, I would say on the short term, it's like the biggest obstacle has been that we can't be in the office. Um, I don't see this, this as a really big problem. I see it as a really big opportunity because we see an extremely uh, increasing interest in our products. I mean, we are covering news. We are uh, doing uh, articles. We are doing live TV we are making pictures from different things or making graphics and all this stuff. So it's, I mean, every product that we actually deliver is, has more or less never been, has never been more interest in that than, than it is actually now. So it's, uh, so I would say it's, 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 a, it's a time of really op- good opportunities um, right now. What we will see in the future, maybe in a month or two, is that we will see that the customers that really like what we are doing now, uh, they will have a, some trouble paying their bills because they see uh, they have some trouble with their income when it comes to ads and and uh, uh, and other kinds of of income. So I I sort of think this is just a, a fantastic way of testing how we can work more efficient, how we can do uh, how we can try to work a little bit differently. I mean, we all already see that we are doing. Uh, we're having fewer meetings, we have shorter meetings, we have more efficient meetings. We are spending much more time on productive things uh, than we used to in the, uh, in the normal um, working time uh, than we do now. So it's, uh, it's, it's really good. And to those who think this is a big crisis, I mean, take, go to Syria and stay a week in Aleppo or go to some village someplace in the world that will be... Uh, sort of drowned when the global warming, uh, the, the global warming crisis uh, takes over. I mean, that is a real crisis. This is a challenge, and we can handle it. It's not worse than in a year or two. This will be over. It's uh, and we will have learned a lot out of it. And I'm not forgetting those who actually passes away or 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 it kills their business during this this crisis. But I mean, it's it. We can find much bigger crises other places in the world. Yes, I agree. And uh, have you been covering the news in and around Oslo or globally during the time of lockdown? Well, all our reporters are based um, in the Oslo area, and, and we have some photographers and, and around the country mainly. So we haven't been outside the country covering the crisis more or less, but it's uh, but mainly here. And it's like and now it is everything from covering press conferences with uh, with uh, everything from the prime minister down to local municipalities and health officials on the local level in in a small city in northern Norway and a large city like Oslo. Uh, so we've been around with uh, actually 
more people working now than we've been hiring a lot of freelancers also to work uh, during this time because it is it's really it's I mean we are working at a speed that I haven't seen more or less ever it's like I mean this is like going to the Olympics as a sports reporter more or less it's like it's a 24-7 business until we just faint or fall asleep I don't know <laughs> it's been good how do you manage to run your business, the company, on the time of quarantine? Well, I would say from 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 the from my side, it's been. I mean, I've in my development team, we were like something like twelve people in in Norway, most of them in Oslo. We have eight people working from uh, remotely from Bangladesh, from Dhaka, uh, and we see some really increase in in our efficiency. One of the reasons is that nobody disturbs us during the working day. I mean, you can sit in your kitchen or your living room or maybe you have a house and a home office. You can work there and none of your colleagues will come by just to have a chat or tell a funny story from the old days or whatever. They would just work. Um, so we can, and we can also see that because of some of the parts of the society is closed down, we can go into and work on projects that we couldn't have done if the society has had been running like normal. For instance, we are making some products with, with connected to sports. Uh, and of course, there is not a lot of football games or other kind of sports, not even cricket these days. So it means that we can do some adjustments and we can do some maintenance on, on, on areas that we, if we were supposed to do that during a normal week, we would have trouble finding some time where there were no football games or no cricket games or whatever. So this is actually okay. it's actually quite efficient. And when it comes to the rest of the building, it's the rest of the, the, the company. Uh, the salespeople are working really great from their home offices. The, uh, the journalists are working sometimes from here, sometimes from the home office, sometimes out in the field. So it's, uh, it's actually going quite well. And it's, uh, I think this is what we've been sort of trained to do in a way. On that positive note, uh, what is your opinion on the current state of media industry? Uh, I, I think we can see that the media has has increased its position, has, uh, if you can say that. I mean, it's the, the, we are stronger now than we were four weeks ago. People see the, uh, um, how important it is to have a good uh, media landscape. We see that we need uh, strong newspapers, strong uh, websites, strong uh, TV shows. Um, and I, would, I think we will see a strengthening, pos strengthening position of our, uh, of our industry during this time of crisis. At the same time, money is leaking out. I mean, we, we're not selling as, uh, as many ads as we used to. We might have some trouble with the circulation when it comes to, uh, to paying customers, both on, on, uh, on the websites and on pay maybe even TV channels. And, uh, and for those who still have a newspaper, delivered on the door so we might have some challenges coming up there but i think we will come through that as well and i think in a small crisis or large that some would say like crisis like this people tend to understand what what is the really important things in your life and that is not always the same thing as when life is really easy and if you look around and and, and i've been looking a little bit into this i mean you have uh, you have special interest websites like for the right-wingers and I think they are less concerned about 
the normal issues that uh, that they are really concerned about uh, other times. Uh, right now, they're also concerned about the, the corona crisis and if they could uh, get the virus and so on, which is sort of healthy that you have something more important to uh, to care about than the normal uh, small issues that tend to make people really, really angry. So I think this could be like, not a comeback, I would say, because the media has always been there, but I think we could strengthen our position in a positive way during, uh, during this time. I hope so. Hi, here are some messages from our sponsors and advertisers. This podcast is produced by UBM Broadcast for Oslo Media House. If you need help to launch your podcast, vodcast, streaming of live events, debates or seminars, OBM Broadcast can help you from A to Z in our online studio as well as in our physical studio. Exhausted by working from home? Become a member of the new Oslo Media Club. Get access to our launch and workspace in central Oslo, secure and according to the standards set by the health authorities. If you want more information from our sponsors and advertisers, contact me on my email a l e x e y at o b m dot n o. Have a good day. Uh, what is your vision for the next year? I should be a little bit careful. I've been. Too, I mean, visionary people tend to be uh, made fun of at the at the end of the year, or at least at the end of next year, if they try to <laughs> to come up with a vision. But I think as an industry, we will see that the industry will be, we will as an industry struggle for a while. I mean, the position will be strong, but we will, con- we will struggle when it comes to the economy. But at the same time, I think we will, we will come out of this uh, a bit stronger. We will understand how to focus on the right things uh, and spend less time and energy on the, uh, the things that are not that important. So. I think if we look a year or two years ahead, I think we will see a media industry that has changed significantly. And I think those who will survive this will be much stronger than they are today. But I think we will have, we will see media outlets leaving the business because of the lack of of money. If we go into uh, into the companies, I think we will see what we've already seen. I think I, I talked about this a few minutes ago also, but it's, I think we'll see that um, we will work much more efficient that, that we will spend less time, like 10 people in a meeting, uh, updating each other on stuff you could just send in an email. Uh, we've already seen shorter meetings. We've seen more efficient meetings concerning, when it comes to people like me, I mean, I like to tell stories from the old days when I'm in the meeting because I think they need to hear my, hear about every funny detail I've, I've uh, uh, experienced in my life, of course that is stupid to bring that into meeting. In a video meeting you can't do that. That's why we can have a meeting that normally would take maybe two hours, we can do it now in 25 minutes. Uh, and if we take, spend less time in meetings, less time uh, telling each other about details that you can send in an email, we can actually spend more time thinking about the future, thinking about visions and strategy of how to develop this industry. And if we can do that, 
we will see that in a time of crisis like this, we will see that we will make some changes that will be really good for the, for the longer term. And I hope that's true. So let's say that's my vision. Yes, exactly. I mean, there has to be something good coming out of this bad situation or a very challenging situation, as you said. There was a Norwegian uh, professor that I quoted in, in the book I wrote about entrepreneurship in, in media, and he said that it's in the time of crisis that you will see the real big changes. We, we discussed Norway after the oil. What will Norway live off after the oil? And he's, he said that it's only when the oil is gone that we will start to find the big and really good ideas. And also in the media industry, it's only when the crisis is really, really there that we will be able to think so clear that we can find new ideas for the future. So that's what I think might come out of this. Tell us something about your book, Entrepreneurial Thinking in the Media Industry. There are some good stories in there about media companies that has made made its way to the market during difficult times. We saw new media companies growing up in Norway after the uh, after the Second World War, we saw media companies com- growing in places like Malaysia and Myanmar uh, during quite uh, struggling times, during tough regimes and so on. So, and I could be, they could be probably be uh, positive examples that we could look into today. And maybe this also could open up for, yeah, some, for some new ideas and some new energy into the, into the business. So I, I shouldn't, uh, it's, uh, even if the book is a bit old, it's, it's a few, few good things in there. Yes, I think you could actually relate what you have written back in 2014 to the situation we are in. So that is relatably correct, I would say. I think yeah. so. I agree. Before we end this podcast, would you like to share a memory connected to Oslo Media House? You know, the first three years in Oslo Media House was like, when I think back to it, 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 it looks like something that ran 24-7, 365 days a year, which is not true because I was also traveling quite a bit and working other places. But it's, if I should, instead of picking one exact example, I think the best time for me uh, in Oslo Media House was the was a time when we had, I think we had three different startups working from inside the, uh, the Media House. Um, young people, two of the startups working with technology connected to the media industry. One of the startups was Media24, which is a Norwegian media website. Uh, at that time, we also had maybe 10 or 15 people uh, around my age in the, um, in the offices as well. And that was a really good time because we could see how well it worked when, when, when young people with new ideas and energy could, were mixed together with people with uh, with some more uh, experience. We all had different skills. We all had different backgrounds. But when you we mixed all these people together, it was a lot of good energy, and it came a lot of good ideas out of that um, that kind of cooperation. So I would say that's probably also the I guess the vision for Oslo Media House at some time was also that what we should do was to to bring people together that um, that had different background. And if you bring people together with different background and different experience, and they meet by the coffee machine, they will always come out of that with a good idea. So we know as a globe trotter, how will you cope with less traveling versus more digital meetings? I think it's a good, uh, it's good for me and it's good for the um, for the CO2 emissions that I'm not traveling as much as I usually do. 
I find video meetings working quite well, but it's much easier to be practical and work on practical stuff on, on a video meeting than being creative and try to build something uh, interesting for the future. So I think um, for me, for, for a while, it works really well with all these video meetings, but I think in, uh, we need to go back there, travel, meet people and bring people here at so uh, I hope to see more people in Oslo than uh, instead of me going seeing them. So it's been a pleasure talking to you, Gare. And uh, thank you so much for joining me today and sharing your thoughts and experiences. So, well, that's all for today's episode. And thank you for listening to us. Please join us again the next week and leave us in a comment below. Who would you like to have as a guest on our next episode? Thank you again. And this is Chaitra signing off.